define my future rather and i think what's it's funny because we've talked about this before i think a couple podcasts ago about covid and everybody thinks that covid's going to end at 11:59 on new year's eve and then come midnight it's all just going to go away right and people were kind of treating the election the same way hold your breath and then as soon as it's decided everything's going to change but here we are a couple days later and Welcome back to the table, guys. This is Katie. This is Chelsea. And to be honest, we had a tough time coming up with what to talk about this week. Yes. It's a it's a weird world that we're in, and we were doing everything we could to dance around the elephant in the room, I think. But we're just going to go with it. We're going to be totally raw and real. Like, as far as we could have used a a podcast that we have for the future. Right. But we decided to record this one live, essentially. Yeah. Be authentic to the times. So, I mean, everybody knows that the election is predicted to be Joe Biden, as they say. Although, I think that we're far from over in terms of legality like yeah. it's gonna be a long check until january so right. i'm not sure that that will change anything i'm just saying i think that it's gonna be a very long haul till the inauguration but that just ended and everything was so up in the balances for so many days and i encountered so many people that were just hanging everything on the outcome of that so basically their life paused for four or five days Wait, before you push that pause button and exit out of our podcast, it is not about our po- like political views. Nope. We're not going to talk about he said, she said nope. kind of things. So just keep listening. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, that's, that's important to say because I'm not going to get into what I believe in. Right. Because if I were listening to this, I'd be like, oh my gosh, another political exactly. episode. Right. Let's turn it off. Right, right. So right. I just wanted to say that because I myself would have yeah. turned it off no, because I'm I'm shying away from politics right now. I don't want to be on social media right now. Yep. So go ahead. Sorry. No, no. Um, I totally agree. I'm trying to avoid all social media platforms or internet at this point. Because, again, not that it matters who I agree with, but it just gets to be too much. Like, there was enough mudslinging when they were trying to decide, let alone now. There's a lot of I told you so or this or that or or kicking and screaming. Yeah, like throwing a temper tantrum. So I just, I'm trying to avoid it. But what I think is interesting is that I encounter a lot of people throughout my day because I treat a different person every hour and so I encounter a lot of people I follow a lot people on social media whatever you know I see a lot of different things and what I thought was most interesting was you know after after the election day after Tuesday everybody seemingly just kind of like metaphorically held their breath yeah I totally agree like everything went on pause yeah, and what's crazy is, like, even I did that. And I'm not a very political person, 
But even I was like, okay, sitting at the edge of my seat, like, what's going to happen? As if that determination was going to define me. Right. Like, what has changed in your daily life? Everything is pretty much almost the same, except for the conversations. Yeah, the conversations and the people around you. And so it was an interesting... I had an interesting perspective this time around compared to other elections that I've been involved in because I'm at a different point in my, like, self-growth journey. So I'm looking at it from a completely different camera angle. And I'm also at a vastly different place in my life as I'm an entrepreneur now, which I wasn't before. I was in corporate before. And, you know, there's a lot of different scenarios playing out in my own life. Right. So just kind of sitting back and watching and and listening to what people are saying or reading, everybody was just like, okay, well, I cast my vote, now I'm going to (gasps) wait. Yeah, but in reality, I had to get up in the morning and still work. Right. Like, I could not stop myself because of all of this. Now, granted, I do admit I did struggle this week mentally, Mm-hmm. Um, because it's so hard to not be, because I'm a marketer, right? So my job is on social media. Sure. So having to one have all my clients who have their own political views, I have to accommodate what they want, and so you kind of get lost in the shuffle of, okay, this is what I believe in. But also, they have their own views, and so I have to write like them, think like them. Yeah. And it, it becomes overwhelming. I believe it. Because I couldn't get off of social media. I, I'm the one who's contributing to social media. Yeah. And I think that's a big... That's an interesting thing that you say. I never thought about that, that you being a marketer, you're just submerged in it all the time, so you don't have a choice. So kudos to you for making it through up until this point, and I hope that you continue to make it through for the next million weeks that this is going to take to finish this boxing match but yeah it's hard especially because some of my clients we have really hard conversations of like okay how are we going to approach this this common theme right now like whatever's in the media right now how are we going to approach this what do you stand for and it's interesting because some of my clients are like, I want no part in it. Right. But then some of them are like, no, I, I believe in this and I'm going to stand for this. And this is where I stand and I'm going to voice that. Even if I lose some clients, I'm going to voice it. And I think that's pretty bold. Yeah. But I also think it's pretty bold for the person who says, no, I don't want to address it. Because they're not just going with the trend. They're not going with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, some people see that as a cowardism, if that's even a word. But I don't think so. No. I think silence is a very strong, a strong stand. And I think the reality is you have the option to do whatever you want. This is the greatest part about our country is if you want to voice your opinions, go ahead. If you choose to stay silent, that is also your right. And no one can really tell you, why aren't you saying something? Why aren't you doing this? Or, you're speaking too much, you need to chill out, whatever. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. That's why this is America. So, I think the big thing for me is that no matter 
who or what because quite honestly I didn't think that either candidate was a was the prime person regardless so yeah like the best candidate yeah I knew going yeah. into it that I, you know I had conflicts on both sides but no matter what I'm pro America like exactly. I am for this country more than I am anything else so I want there to be community right yeah right like, like I don't I think it was so interesting to you know I'm not I'm not gonna lie I periodically checked on the polls to see like what was going on and found it so interesting that that there is right now I don't ever really remember such a huge balance but but what I think what that's going to mean is that again no matter what it's going to take it's going to be a lot of big changes coming here so my question for you is what are you doing now yeah I think that's a the theme for our podcast today is like the election's over now what right so the election's over and I'm still getting up and going to work right like Today is Sunday, and I have a presentation to go to, to give this evening. Right. So nothing has changed. I'm still 100% responsible for what happens in my business. I'm 100% responsible for how I show up as a person to my family or friends or people that I work with or whatever. Right. Like, the direction of my life 100% falls on me. Very true. Not what happened at the polls. Right. What about you? I am focusing again on my habits. Yep. My, for me, like I'm in this season, I'm being selfish. Right. I'm owning my own space and I'm taking care of myself. So if that means that I don't, like I... I don't really talk to people. It's not because I can't handle myself in a hard conversation or a, a debate, but I don't. I do it from my in my job, right. so I get to have that opportunity just to step away from it. And then also like sticking to my journaling. Like this morning, I wrote in there, "How do you feel about this?" Right. Like how many times does someone ask you like, "How do you feel?" Not about anything to do with what's going on right now but you inside what are your emotions what are you feeling and then I write it out and I can reason through what I'm feeling um and then my second one is movement like I haven't been moving as much as I normally do um so just physically getting active I think to help clear my mind for sure that's a huge thing like when you're mentally struggling, at least for me, this has worked. The more I, like, wreck my body in terms of intensity of something, the better I feel easily. Like, oh, see, <laughs> I'm not like that. I actually like working in my yard. <laughs> I sound like I'm 60 years old. <laughs> I do. I enjoy taking something that is overgrown, crazy, unorganized like that kind of thing and just work on one little project and make it really beautiful that I can just sit there and admire it and say like my hard work made this so pretty so and it also gives me time to think like to meditate which I think is a good point 
for all the people listening that my definition of movement and your definition of movement, Chelsea, might not be the same, which means right. that everybody listening has a completely different definition of movement and what's going to help them right. mentally. Yeah, like getting on the treadmill, fuck that. <laughs> not happening. It's not It's not my favorite thing. And it doesn't have to be. Nope. So you just have to find what works for you. But some type of movement, if you're feeling anxious or stressed out, will definitely, I think, help clear some of that, that room. Right. And giving your fear of voice, which we have a podcast on. If you haven't listened to that one, but you are feeling anxious or overwhelmed or whatever the case may be. It's a really good one. Yeah. And there may or may not be a little bit of homework, but it's a good homework. It's a good homework. We haven't given homework in a long time. I know. We won't give you homework right now. Right. Because <laughs> some of us are mentally and physically exhausted. <laughs> I think a, another reason for anxiety is the unknown. And maybe not just unknown about what's going to happen, but unknown at what you believe in. Yeah, like what do you want to stand for publicly? Right, like you just react to what you hear, see, read, or whatever. Yeah. And it might be an internal battle of you're not even sure where you fall and all of that stuff. You're just reacting as things come in one at a time. So it's similar to how we were trying to find anything to talk about other than what's currently going on. And we were just in this battle of like, what about this? No, what about this? No, because we were trying to dance around the elephant in the room. Well, what if your elephant is, you're not sure what your foundation is or your your values are, where you stand. And so you're trying to go do all of these things that might be against what you feel in your gut. I am not speaking from experience on this because that is the only thing I know is what's in my gut. But, um, but I can imagine that that would be a very difficult thing. And I know how it has felt previously to subconsciously go against what I believe in without realizing it and how much of a pull or tug I felt on my heart that something wasn't right so I can imagine that a year like 2020 has exposed a lot of that as well well I totally agree because I'm that person that you're talking about like fighting your mental like your mental battle because if you remember my trigger is fear of disappointing people right so it's not that I try to just go with the flow because I'm exact opposite of that like I always make my own path Mm -hmm. but part of my trigger is I don't want to disappoint someone so like I have a lot of friends who are on both sides so I have to I don't like conflict so I'm like okay well do I just not express my my beliefs or whatever and it goes back to trying to find my values of who I am and what I believe in and just stand for it no matter what. Yeah, like you get to the point where you just have to own your space. And at the same time as you're owning your space, you have to allow everyone else to own theirs. Right. And, you know... And know that, have confidence. 
that no one is going to like if they're truly your friends they're not going to judge you in in the friendship because of what you believe in and even if they do it should not change the trajectory of your life or the choices that you make right you know you're the only one who can control the choices that you make day to day or right. year to year whatever the case may be no one give has the power to influence that unless you gave it to them it's not just with this election it's also with covid and also with the equality movement and now the election but like what's next there's always something that's going to be in the social justice I wouldn't say limelight, but the limelight. Right. And it, I don't even think it stops at social justice. There will always be something. In yeah. 2008, that was the housing market. And so everybody cared about what was going on financially or economically. So right. I think there will just always be something, period. Right. Like, we're not done just because 2020 has been tough. Right, and none of these things go away. Like, they're all important. Right. So finding your values is super important because that will help you keep what you believe in alive and going in that direction of where you want it to go. And the more that you know your values and what you believe in, choices or decisions that you have to make get easier. Because there's really no deciding. It's kind of like when when something comes in as a question and you already know what your values are, the answer is very easy. And because the answer is easy and you're not being pulled in multiple different directions, anxiety or fear goes down with it. Well, coming from the person who you're describing, it is super difficult for me Because I do have values, but I'm also learning to stand in the space that I have. Like, try not to make yourself smaller. Right. And so, entrusting that people are willing to hear what I have to say, but not judge me as far as cutting off ties, if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I think that just because you establish what your values are doesn't mean that as you learn and grow, your values don't change with you. Right. You don't have to dig your heels in and be like, nope, this is what I've always believed in for the last 7,000 years. Some things might be that way, but other things might change or grow as you grow, and that's okay. And I think that brings up a really good point, because so many times people are like, oh, your values define who you are. But you just said that your values grow with you. Right. So a lot of people who they may have thought of it one way don't want to change their values because they're like, no, that's going against my values. So when do you evaluate when your values change? For me, I have like a, I look at it like a pyramid. Like there are things that were instilled in me as a kid that are just like non-negotiable. I grew up being taught certain values and they've just carried on to who I am at my core foundation. So I look at it like a pyramid. My bottom layer, which is my most stable base, is made of values that 
are non-negotiable. Like, for an example, respect. So that's just something that follows suit with everything that I do. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, independence, things like that. Okay. And then, like, the next layer is not my foundation, but it's still pretty deep down, and that's where I create, like, maybe some values that I believe strongly in, but who knows what's going to happen. Right. They might change, although they're deeper down towards the foundation, so they're pretty kind of stuck in there. Okay. Right? And then you go up the pyramid, different kinds of values or things that you believe in, the closer to the surface, the more they might change. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, like a tree. Like you have your roots, mm-hmm. and then you have the trunk, and then yeah. you have your branches, and you have your leaves. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, so something like that. So... I mean, I'm ever growing as a person. I'm not the same person that I was five years ago, but me being having respect as one of my core values has never changed. Okay, I see what you mean. So, and so, I also think that, like you said, you're ever growing. And so, some people are in different places in their life trying to figure out where their values are. Like, right. I feel like mine is a baby tree because I'm just now discovering, like, who I am. Like, right. being able to own my space. And five years from now, that will be completely different. Right. I'm going to be a grand, massive oak tree. <laughs> it's deeply yeah. rooted. I'm a mediator on the Myers-Briggs scale. So if anybody knows what that means, it's that every single thing that I do is based off of my values. And... It feels horrible to do anything but that. But I can see how if you weren't a mediator and you were other things, it would be challenging or anxiety-inducing to be going through 2020 right now. Right. Because me, as a logician on the Myers-Briggs personalities, is that I am an analyzer. I think about all of the logistical side of situations and problems. So it makes it very challenging for me because I am not based off of my my values. I'm based off of the logic. So, for example, speaking about what I believe in, my it goes through my brain and I'm like, okay, there's these two options of the path that we can go. You can stand for what you believe in. Then you spend more time debating, talking about it, spending more energy. Do you have the time to do that? Yes or no? Most of the time it's probably no because I'm like, all right, I just want to move on to something that I want to talk about. So that's how I process it. Yeah. But in that situation, you go based off of what you believe. Like, this is what I believe in and I'm going to speak out on it. Mm -hmm. Yep. I am a rebel in that world. Yeah. I just, it's just so, it's so, it comes so easy to me because I am a mediator. It just comes so natural for me to be like, nope, don't believe in that. Yeah. See, I'm just like, is it worth my time? (laughs) Yep. For me, it's worth my time. And the reason I think that is, is because it makes me feel so crappy and and a lot of times that happens, in, and I don't even consciously realize it, but I just know that, like, all of my habits just went out the window for the last three months, and 
I don't know why. You know, yeah. or I'm not making progress. I just kind of quit on everything, and I didn't realize that it was because I was go- going against what I believe in. So for me, it feels like when your alignment is off, I can. That's all I can feel, and I might not even pay attention to it. But that's something's wrong. Something's off. My alignment is off, just like alignment of your back would be off. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I think we'll end up doing a podcast episode about the Myers-Briggs and right. how interesting it is because you have those tendencies and that makes you who you are. And also learning how to embrace those right. parts of your character. And if you you guys have never heard of that or have never taken the test, I highly encourage you to do so because it answers so many questions. And what I like about what they did for their test is that when you get your results, it's not just like a quick little paragraph. I mean, it does. They give you a ton of information on how the, how being for me a mediator affects you, personally and then professionally and then relationally and then financially and all the different aspects of your life. It gives you, you know, how you would show up in each of those categories, and it's so crazy to read. Oh my gosh, it's finally like something. Yeah, it's like, who is reading my journal? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely recommend that you take it because it could give you some good insight on on what that means for you. And especially for, like, personally, as, like, for friendships and for, like, career-wise. Like, being able to understand that you're a mediator makes so much sense on how you react to certain things. Exactly. It's kind of like a love language, just in a different version. Right. Yeah. I think those two complement each other. Very much so. Because the Myers-Briggs is more of like your foundational, like yep. what are you like what's your makeup? Right. But then the love languages is like how do you externally express that? Yeah, I think we need to do a podcast on that. But Definitely. for now, I mean, we go back to the same question that we had when we started. The election's over. Now what? What are you going to do to stand for what you believe in, but in your inner circle of what you can control? Right. And in um, six weeks from now, you're going to have to ask the same question to yourself. 2020 is over. Now what? Like, you still have to keep going. Right. So let me ask you this. What what changed for you? What are you going to do? Are you asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. Oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like I said, I'm going to focus on my habits, like, figuring out, like, this is what I need to do. This is the obstacle in front of me. I'm going to keep going. So for my physical health and my mental health. And then that way, I can show up the best way that I can for myself and for other people. Yeah. And also learning to own my own space. Yeah. What about you? I mean... I'm going to continue to wake up tomorrow morning and go to work and keep working on progress and being active in my own growth, both personally and professionally. And I'm just going to keep showing up and I'm going to keep trying to get better than I was before, whether that was before COVID or after, before 2020 or after, before the election or after. I always am looking to be better than before. So... Not much has changed. Now, 
my planning for the next year or or the trajectory of my business might change up a little bit ideas that I have might change a little bit but you just have to take a look at you know you nobody can predict what the future is going to hold but we should be looking to prepare yourselves anyway and so doing an analysis of where I'm trying to go and and the routes that I'm going to take to get there I think are going to be important but that's you know, it's not going to change how I show up day to day. Right. So I'm not going to actively get into a jaw-jarring fight with someone on Facebook. I'm going to try to do the best I can to create a business that, you know, is sustainable and follows the values that I believe in. Right. And... I think that's an important thing. I'm not against anybody saying, you know, what they believe in. But at some point, it's just talking. Right. At some point, you got to pull the trigger to take action. So my question is, what action are you going to take that follows suit of what you're talking about? Right. Because, I mean, we talk a lot from the entrepreneur standpoint just because that is the middle of the jungle that we're in. Right. So I know that a lot of people just listen to that and say, oh, well, we're not entrepreneurs. Well, it doesn't matter. If I worked in, (laughs) I'm not even going to say if I did, when I did work in the corporate world, every single day I was known as the rebel because I was pushing the higher-ups at corporate to be better than what they were. So, I mean taking action in terms of how you want things to look it doesn't always have to be a fight it just has to be right a conversation to the right people to get action out of it right and even if you're not ready to take on that part of it just influencing what you have around you so if you're in customer service treat the people how what you how you believe like right. Right. like if you believe in equality then treat everybody with equality right if you And, like, I think that when you do work in a corporate world, or if you... Maybe some people actually love their job in corporate world. Yeah. That's great. That's your place to be, where you're meant to be at that moment. Right. And just control what you have around you. That's... Our life would be so much better if people can just find where they belong. Yep. But if you can't move where you belong just quite yet, make it that way. Make it where you're, where you are right now, where you belong. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, yeah. just making your own environment. Mm-hmm. Totally. You have to. Because if you're waking up every day being like, oh my gosh, I got to go to work again or whatever. You've already started on that negative compound effect. Yeah, and how many years have you wasted doing that same thing? And then you blink and 30 years have gone by working in a job that you hate or don't feel aligned with. Right. So 2020 is a wake-up call for everyone. The election is a wake-up call. The equality movements were a wake-up call. No matter which side you fall on. Right. But what are you going to do? The election just kind of ended, and then we're about to go into a legal battle, so everybody's still going to be fired up for the next however long while they figure all that out so what are you going to do to take action to just 
make your environment what you believe in. Yeah. So, I guess we are going to give you homework. Find your values. Just ponder on it. What do you believe in? Like, you as an individual. And then write one action item of, today I am going to blank. Hope you enjoyed this episode. It was very difficult. Everything wanted to stop us from recording this episode, but we did it. And let us know what you think, and we would love to hear from you. As always, follow us on Instagram at Family Breakfast Podcast or email us at Family Breakfast Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks.